What's up, y'all? Welcome to Bad Analogies, where we are exploiting every loophole, dodging every obstacle, and penetrating the bureaucracy. I'm Chris West, and as always, I'm here with Alex Mashork. Welcome. Happy to be here. <laughs> How's it going, man? Awesome. I am more excited to start episode two than episode one. That's good. You're not as, as nervous. You're not as... Yeah. I was very I was very excited and nervous last time. <laughs> Primarily because you want something to be good yeah. when you do it, and when you start, there's almost certainty that it won't be good. Yeah, which is actually a great uh, uh, segue into like what we're going to be talking about today, right? Expectations versus reality. So, um, yeah, with 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 that being said, with expectations versus versus reality, like uh, we were talking about this earlier, and and uh, uh, yeah, there were just things that. Um, whether it's sports or movies or food or drink or whatever it is, there's like expectation of like, uh, oh, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And then the reality sets in of, yeah, no, not so much. So yeah, what, what, what are some things that, uh, you were thinking about with that topic? Well, so there's trivial things. This is, it's at first, it sounds like you see these memes online and people post them, and it's like expectation, and it's like how they look, they think they look, and then in reality, how they really look. Which is, there's something true there, or else it wouldn't be funny, and no one would, no one would laugh at it. But there's also, uh, I, I was thinking about this earlier, that Hulu made, Hulu made a ad series, mm -hmm. advertisements, where it says, don't ever, mm -hmm. it was like, don't ever sleep in a king-size bed, it ruins normal beds forever. Or it's like, don't ever fly first class, it'll ruin coach forever. It yeah. <laughs> Do you, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, is that true? Like, think about this. Okay, so you mm -hmm. have lesser goods and higher goods. Higher good would be first class. Lower good would be coach. Travel is the shared good between them. Okay? Getting yeah. to your destination. Yeah. But the question is this. <clears throat> Does experiencing a higher good, like fine dining, ruin Taco Bell? Because <laughs> cause I, would, I would say, no, my brother would say, my brother Jeremy, his sort of, I will... I don't want to say he would accuse me of being like a snob in certain things, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll say, yeah. "Oh, you went to University of Dallas and you're a snob." Okay. Bougie, yeah. Okay, and but he makes a good point that he goes, "See, your problem." He would he he said this in so many words. He, this is not a verbatim quote, but he would essentially say, "Oh, you can't enjoy mm. lesser things anymore mm. because you have focused on." Only enjoying more of the higher goods. Does that make sense? So yeah. does 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 a, aiming to have better things? Mm -hmm. And it seems like a pretty basic take. Like if you're improving yeah. your life, does it does it actually? Or is it possible to enjoy Taco Bell and fine dining in like you know Mexico City? Yeah, I think it really depends on like the situation or the circumstance. Right? Yeah, like like. You you use the example of Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. I think the last time I had Taco Bell was like, it's been at least a decade right. since I've had Taco Bell. And everyone would say that for the most part, yeah, you're a better person for that. Right. Yeah. Like objectively, health wise, digestively, objectively, yeah, digestively, yeah. Uh, you know, the the grade of meat, I think, is one above. Pretty dog sure there's food. sawdust in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so objectively, you know, like, again, with that example, uh, I think that, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're like, I don't know 
what there is anymore to enjoy with Taco Bell, right? But I think there are some some things that like yeah that we can that we can en- enjoy the the simpler things. Yeah, it's good to be simple, right? Like we 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 shouldn't just require like. Uh, the ultimate or the best of anything. I mean, I think we'd be pretty broke <laughs> if, yeah. if that were the case um, at all times, you know. A story comes to mind. <laughs> Go for my, it. My buddy Jordan and I were just at, at a coffee shop nearby. And it's a new, it's, mm. there's a, there's a, there's a, um, a parent company. It's not a chain. It's not mm-hmm. a chain. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's one of these farm to cup. You know, places. It even it says on the wall. It says farm, farm to, cup. to cup. And like I thought they to, grow the beans. Like I thought. Oh, I thought to myself, no, it's somewhere in like Zimbabwe or something. And I, <laughs> but I, 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 I thought to myself, it. This we're in an area where like farm to cup would actually be a selling feature to somebody who's drinking it. Like who's coming here, right? Meaning, yeah, the person's yeah, the person is wearing vineyard vines and. Yeah. and <laughs> But they also give like yeah. no money to charity. But they like the idea of drinking a cup right. that is like, like organic, like and morally sourced. And that yeah, kind of thing. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's not be too judgy. Yeah, but not be too judgy. <laughs> nah, but there's something there. So I'm at this establishment. So yes. you know, I'll, I also was wearing my fa la 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 llama Christmas jacket <laughs> with llamas. I've seen, with, I've seen said yeah, jacket with llamas. Yeah. It's red, bright red with like it's it's suit llamas. jacket. Yes. Anyways. So we're there, and my friend. I thought of this sort of expectation versus versus like reality disappointment thing because my yeah. friend, who's in town from, he's been studying in Oregon. Mm-hmm. What are they known for in Oregon? Coffee. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Seattle, like Oregon, it's like the hub. right. Right. So well, he's, Seattle's he, in Washington, yeah. not in. Well, no, Oregon, I know that, right? but I mean, it's oh, okay, gotcha. in the Oregon yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington in area. That, yeah. That's where. Yes, yeah, thank yeah. you. I know where Seattle is. <laughs> I'm just saying he's in he's in he's in like he's not near Portland but anyways right. so he's up there he was a kind of a coffee connoisseur before mm-hmm. but when he went to Oregon and came back yeah it was over it was over for mm. him he knows he knows everything about coffee everything about coffee and he also has very high standards now so we're at this place ah. we're at this place we're getting coffee and he says to the waitress this is a quote he says <laughs> he says do you have any Single origin beans. Okay. Okay. And what does the waitress say? She, she's, she's like, she's, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> she's a little dumbfounded. She's like, I could ask the, the, the baristas or whatever. Yeah. And this place just opened up. So I'm looking at him and I said, did you just say, ask if they have single origin beans? But he, he goes on to explain to me that at, at certain coffee shops where they're focused on craft, you know, coffee type thing. Is yeah. They're a little more, a little more high bougie. scale. Yeah, bougie. Yeah. They go, uh, he says, there's a primary roast that's a darker roast. Mm-hmm. And he, he does this little sour face like, oh, you wouldn't get the, the darker roast. That's for amateurs. And then he says. I love dark roast coffee. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and then he says, and he goes, but as if as to say there's a top shelf off menu bean. Mm-hmm. He says they usually have like a lighter bean that's a single origin bean, which means it's not mixed. I said it's not a mixed bean. He goes, it's not a mixed bean. Mm. Okay. You don't want mixed beans. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) You know, you learn a lot about a man. The way he drinks his coffee. He drinks his coffee. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or mixes his beans. (laughs) So, so, so basically, anyway, so I was thinking about this and I was like, is Jordan able to, is Jordan, is, is my buddy able to enjoy Coffee mm. from anywhere else. Now that he's experienced mm. the best coffee mm. in the country, yeah. and part of me thinks no. Or you could say, think about this. He, 
10% yeah. of coffee in the world is now what he comes to know what coffee can be. Now that he's tasted hmm. it, 90% of coffees all the world just went down in their original value yeah. Yeah, in yeah, his yeah, mind. Yeah. yeah. What do yeah. you think about that? Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I think about is like he's – it's almost like his taste has matured, right? Okay. And so like – I like, see where this is going. I know where this is going. <laughs> do you? No, I think I do. Okay. So uh, like when we're kids, we watch cartoons. Yes. Right? And like um, – but, but there comes a point where – you don't watch cartoons anymore. N- not, you know, like, uh, not uh, not Disney movies. Not The Incredibles, of course. Shh, right? <laughs> we won't speak of these things. But, uh, but, but yeah, like, you, look, you kind of look, mature. Living, look, reliving the glory days is better than acting like they didn't happen. Okay? <laughs> I don't know what that's from. Maybe that's a quote. But So, so you, there's a time yeah. when you move forward then. Yeah, I think there is. But at the same time, yeah, I, at the same time, there is a uh, a point in which, yeah, I think watching cartoons or, like, a cartoon movie, like, can speak to, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You, 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 like, you could you, use it as, like, You can a, use it as, uh, yeah. You could use it as an allegory or something like that. Yeah. Later in life. Later in life. But the exactly. question is, the question is, and we're extrapolating from right. this, this right. simple analogy of coffee to, yeah. to, is it, should someone, if you were to look at that mm. and say, wow, I don't want to lose interest in 90% of things in life or 90% of cups of coffee. Yeah. Right. I don't want to lose my, my savor for those things. Yeah. Is it then good to avoid, hmm. right? Now, of course, you, again, you would say based on the circumstances. Based on circumstances, like yeah. Having a really fancy dinner once a year for an anniversary, right? Something, we would say that, that that's, that's not going to kill you. No, 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 no. But if that changes your like, in order to go out, like, right. I, I need, need to, to yeah. go and like I need to spend yeah. at least a hundred bucks a plate. Yeah. Then that's a little. Yeah, that's a so little ridiculous. So then there would be to push this right. to a ridiculous level of precision. There would be <laughs> there would be a frequency. Yes. At which. You would cross over the line of needing that as your standard. Meaning, if yeah. you ate six dinners out of ten mm-hmm. at that level, then the four would now no longer be enjoyable if they were just humble humble meals. Or mm. one meal a year, a really high level, wouldn't ruin your enjoyment of humble mundane meals. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a point at which your frequency of enjoying of nice things now becomes your expectation. Right. And so there's probably a fine balance between moderating how or setting a standard for yourself like, oh, Hmm. when I get coffee, I want the best cup of coffee, (laughs) right? Yeah. You should almost be like, I want the, yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I feel like there's also a line of like taking yourself way too seriously <laughs> in that regard right like yes. or, you know what I mean? like what do you mean and just being kind of snobby about yeah that. yeah yeah like i don't i'm not trying to say your friend but uh, no no like, i'm was, not was, i'm not talking on him at all yeah i'm using it simply to say that there are other areas in life for instance some people are this way about like alcohol yeah some people are this way about but 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 you don't go into like you don't go to a party yeah Right and ask for like, hey, so what's your top shelf thing? Yeah. But if someone says, hey, can I get you a drink? Then you you say yeah, yes. And and to be a snob about like yes, you know, a free drink or whatever. I think that is a little 
that's that's a little shady, right? That's yeah, a little, we would we would look down upon that person. We would look down having upon, almost yeah. no class. Yeah, in yeah. Their attempt to be classy, like insist. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is a little. Sad. Was, but but but, uh, and I I think you can enjoy that. Uh, the the things in life that yeah that that are like food and drink and other things like that like it also matters like who you're with you know and like the the, the environment in which you're you're in you know like um, if you ask anybody who who's like or, or what their favorite wine is yeah and the normal person not like sommeliers you know but like a normal person you know and like what their favorite wine is yeah. Uh, They'll tell you about the experience and the ambiance, yeah. and not about like the wine. Let me let me reverse this though. Yeah. To to counteract maybe the perception some people might be having from <laughs> what I said about the coffee. Well, my friend Jordan, you could argue, enjoys coffee more mm. than people who drink who don't think anything of. Mm. They're like, oh wow, a warm cup of coffee yeah. this is great. Yeah. But you could the sommelier, for instance. Yeah. Does a sommelier enjoy fewer wines? Probably. He probably enjoys fewer wines, right? Right? Yeah. Than yeah, the yeah, average yeah. Joe. Yeah. The average Joe walks into Kroger and gets whatever he needs. Or if you're in another part of the country, like Safeway or uh, right. uh, you know, some, some other establishment where you buy groceries. But uh, No, but if you walk into Kroger and you get, a, you get a bottle of wine and it wouldn't, you know, if you're not a trained sommelier, you're not. You're not like, oh, this tastes like rubber bands, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, but they're, so they have fewer wines probably that they enjoy, like universally. Yeah. But do you think that they enjoy more about wine because they understand things on an intellectually like more for sure, like deep level? They for know sure. where it comes from, why it tastes that way, for sure. So I mean, yeah, like one, like getting into like uh, marriage, yeah, right. Marriage, I think, is a a, a, a good analogy of that, or like at least a uh, a good um, like like serious topic, yeah, right? How about so. well, so um, especially for for us as Catholics, right? We don't we don't look at marriage as just like a, another like thing to do, or like it, it is a commitment, and it is a vow, it is a sacrament that right. you confer on each other, and uh, it's a serious. Thing. And if it was just like another thing or like the thing to do, yes. then it would lose its... And you're yeah. relating that to ex- your expectations and the reality of that, as you're saying, is very different. Yeah. You're saying, well, would you say that marriage is like being a sommelier? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no. Because no. they spit out wine. <laughs> yes, they do spit I out think. wine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but like the reality of... Well, the reality of wine is that... The, cer- the particular, like, grape, they can taste where the grape came from. Right, right, right. Right? And, like, they can, like, get down into the nitty-gritty of, like, so many crazy details about it. Right? So the reality of it uh, is that, and I guess, um, uh, yeah, for, for marriage, there's, there's, there's a deepness and a reality to marriage that, like... Does it differ from the expectations of... Of the majority of people, absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So we these is like the ninety percent drinking McDonald's coffee. Yes, gonna, exactly. Okay. But the expect so. But for you, what was the expectation before? Because we were talking about this earlier in relation to to this sort of dynamic between what we expect and what we actually get. Um, mm-hmm. 
what what when you went into getting married mm-hmm. did you think was the case or think about it but then you realized was either different or opposite or or at least something that you changed the way that you realized I didn't expect this or I didn't know that this was a part of it or if it didn't or it could be a good thing it could be like I didn't realize it'd be this awesome in one respect yeah yeah so two things that I think about um and how they relate like relate to expectation versus reality I'm not sure but maybe you can yeah but the 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 question just made me think of yeah two two separate things uh so one right like uh in January to be six years that Teresa and I have been married. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. And um, so uh, within that, we've, um, yeah, have experience in fertility and stuff. And like one of the things that we're going through is uh, um, the expectation of like once you get married, yeah. like you have kids and like, you know. That's a huge, that's like, like a huge one. Yeah. That's, that's huge... not like I was hoping that my seat in the airplane would be more comfortable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's yeah. like That's massive. a human relationship that is, uh, yeah, that is totally different. And so, but the reality of it, the reality of like Therese and I, one, growing together, uh, but also growing in our own individual like relationship with God and, um, yeah, like it's it's been really awesome. Like to to be able to Some people would say that uh, that how can you say that? Like yeah. and I and I I'm not saying this, but yeah. for people who might for instance, let's say, you know, like think about it. You get you get married, you guys have had to struggle yeah, through this. Mm-hmm. For you to say it's been kind of awesome. Yeah. How can you say that and what do you mean? Well, so um I mean, it's 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 a cross. Right, it's it's like the cross, and uh, <laughs> there are many anybody cro- looking at the this crucifix. Is, this is my cross. There are many like it, but yeah. this one is mine. Yeah, uh, but anybody looking at the crucifix, like the early Christians, were looked at as lunatics, as insane people because they're hanging up a torture instrument from their, you know, from, from their walls and their walls and like, uh, etching it in the ground and, and, and in the catacombs and stuff like that. Like they're praised or they're raising this torture instrument as like a symbol of goodness and beauty and hope and everything like that. So, um, yeah, for, for us that infertility is, is, uh, is definitely, uh, a beautiful struggle right and a beautiful sacrifice and a beautiful um obviously hard yeah. right but but really beautiful and so the other thing that 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 question made me think of is um kind of has to do with it but uh we were at a uh, a wedding one time or I, I was at a wedding and uh the priest giving the homily was a was was the bride's uncle got it and uh and one of the things that he said was um May this day be the worst day of your marriage. And everyone in the, you know, in the congregation was like, wait, what? What is, what is this guy talking? Who's this guy? Yeah. Who's, who's this guy? Um, and uh, he said, because if you're married for 50 years and you look back and this was the best day of your marriage, then what the heck were you doing for 50 years? You know, like, why yeah. were you not building it up? 
You know, and so let every day be the best day of your marriage. And that's kind of like a mindset thing um, as, as, as opposed to like maybe a like reality objective, like sure, sure, sure. Good thing. But he was, but he was setting, what was he doing there? He was setting them up. He was setting their expectations. Exactly. Meaning like, was, exactly. You he should, was, or, or at least like orienting his, them. Yeah. yeah. Tweaking his, their expectations. Because ideally, at least I guess. If we were to make sense of that, he said, what he's saying is that you should be working on creating days and moments and correct learning things and realizing and discovering things and growing in certain ways that is greater than right. what you had when you started at the marriage, which right, which is pretty, which is pretty awesome. And I don't think a lot. I think a lot of people do mm-hmm. probably think like this is a happy day in my life, and yeah. then it should stay there. Like yeah. it should like we went to a wedding like earlier to, this to, year and to have a like, better day, best than, day ever. Yeah. And it's like if we we <laughs> see that we both see that and we both like look at each other and we're like. <sighs> They don't get it <laughs> because yeah, the reality of the situation is like, if again in fifty years, if yeah. this is the best day, what are you doing? Why? Yeah, <laughs> Why, you you've just so that's like one one really good cup of coffee. Yeah, and then just ninety days of McDonald's, <laughs> yeah. which uh, I mean in fifty years, but yeah, which a lot of people on a blind taste test say McDonald's is the best coffee, but I, I that's <laughs> I don't know why I know that probably because of you know my my own my own. <laughs> My own snobbery. Yeah. yeah. But so, so on a, would you say then that how we, would you say then, um, how do you think, how should we approach setting expectations then if we are to assess reality either in the best way or in a way that is most accurate? Meaning like with regard to, let's just say, say something like, um, well, something like marriage, like if you, so, so I'm not married, you are. Yeah. As far as setting, do you think that how your, what your expectations are of marriage going in, something like marriage going in, change how you actually experience it? Two people have the exact same life, two carbon copy people, right? Yeah. One expected this to be the best day of their life. One expected yeah, yeah, yeah. it to be like the, day, you know, the yeah. start, but not the best, like how they encounter the first fight or how they encounter the, the, the. Um, how they encounter certain things along the the way, the reality of whatever they're starting, mm-hmm. and this could be the case for a job, or this could be the case for a um, trip or yeah. a tri- experience. Do yeah. you think that what you expect beforehand actually changes how you perceive it in the present? You know, I know this doesn't like poignantly like answer the question, yeah. but just the fact that we're talking about this, like expectation. Um, ah, here we go. Right, like yeah, we are so different than like animals <laughs> my dog bosco doesn't think one bit about like ex- the expectation of like the next 10 years right <laughs> or something like that it's just it just it's just really cool to like <laughs> i told uh, yeah yeah my dog know. in in his kennel right now is not thinking to himself <laughs> is he gonna tr- is he gonna put me in here for a couple hours yeah every day for the rest of my life <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah he's not yeah he's like how can i chew up this this toy yeah yeah exactly or like yeah exactly so it's just interesting so um but to get back on the question or get back on topic yeah i think um as um as a as a christian as a catholic Mm -hmm. right like uh i think it's it is really important to um have uh, God be a part of that, 
right? Like of, of, of those expectations and stuff like that. And I don't know, like, yeah, I've, I've been asked many times, like, what's your five-year plan or 10-year plan and stuff? And it's like, dude, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, what, what, what do you want from me? Um, I don't, uh, yeah. And so I, the answer is not don't have expectations. Uh-huh. Like, you should have, you should have expectations. But just like, I don't know, with a grain of salt and like, um, yeah, at least for me and, and my life, like, whenever I think of... Or whenever someone says something like, dude, this movie was the best movie ever. It's awesome. It's a great. And, and like, I tend to think, like, yeah, it was good. It was I, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what no, do you think? Yeah. Well, I don't. People know, some people close to me know that I, I don't want to hear anything about a movie. Yeah. And I don't even tell people now if I want someone to enjoy a movie. Yeah. You don't say anything. Uh, no, I, I, I will. I will set. I will set their expectations low. I'll be like, you probably wouldn't like it because <laughs> because it does have such an effect. Like, yeah. I have been told that people that I know that when when they tell me because and then they say this is the best movie you're gonna love this movie. I go mm-hmm. in and uh, if it just barely crosses that bar, then it's like it was okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what's weird about it. Yeah. And so that's a situation yeah. where I, I would be like, set your expectations absolutely <laughs> rock bottom. Like, yeah. like nothing, <laughs> another good movie will never be made in my lifetime. And then if it's yeah. even somewhat better than that, I'm like, <gasps> yeah. celebrate everyone, I, a movie would, has been made. I would never say that to like someone who's about to get married. No. You know what no, I mean? Like, no. like so, so there's a it's difference. It's the word. Like, yes. I would, you know, and, and I know people who, who, who say something so like that. Like, ball and chain yes. and stuff like that like that's so then that's what we're ridiculous. talking about then well, yeah. we're talking about two different things categorically <laughs> the first one movies yeah well you go to movies for a lot of reasons but i would say today most people just go simply to like enjoy it not a lot of Are people want to yeah they just yeah. want explosions and you know so but with regard to things like that are higher goods mm-hmm Better things mm-hmm, in life, more mm-hmm. important things. Um, if we were to reduce them to simply our entertainment value, then mm-hmm. it would be to trivialize them and then to cheapen them, and then essentially to discard them when they no longer fit that, meet that expectation or meet that 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 goal of pleasing me. Yeah, this is just a this is just for my enjoyment. Um, which of course, of course, we would say with people, that's not something that you could ever like. You that's that's the whole problem with our culture right now. It's yeah. Like when you're discarded, when you no longer serve our purposes or no longer meet our, you no longer please us, we're done. Yeah. You're not, um, no longer a cog in the system. All the little cogs <laughs> mesh together. Um, yeah. So, um, so with, with just, just to kind of summarize, mm-hmm. Cause I don't know if we've really reached. I, I don't think, think. I don't know if we've. I don't know if we've really any, reached any type of conclusion. But I yeah. think there there are some things to think about that when it comes to low, lower goods, right? Um, when it comes to things, yeah, that are passing or temporary or maybe not worth dying for. Like the greatest cup of coffee is not worth dying for. Yeah. Um, then there can be a real risk of over. Um, how do we say this? You can probably skew your tastes and probably diminish your enjoyment of life and the simple things of life if mm-hmm. you basically if you become a snob. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but uh, in some sense, you 
you can't you can't really treat you can't treat other important things in life with that model of of expectation versus reality. You can't really say, "Oh, I'll set my expectations low." Yeah, that way I'm really thrilled with the movie. You right. can't do that with life because right, you can't do that because yeah. because obviously life and you can't. It's not really a policy. The movie expectation meter set, yeah. setting yeah. you can't be used for life because life inevitably disappoints at times, and that's not necessarily the moment to write someone off, check check out, yeah, change the movie. Yeah, so to speak. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's not a thing. Like people are. And, I mean, and, and are not, sort of yeah. tying back into your situation, like when you find out that you guys, you know, can't. When you find out you can't have kids, that's not a time to change the channel. Right. That's not. And if you yeah. had the model of my expectations were set here and therefore they weren't met, the reality is disappoint is is in this area is yeah. disappointing. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's so many other yeah, yeah, goods yeah. there. Yeah. It's not the only thing. But what I'm saying is like that's a that's a real no, moment where a lot of people today in the world yes. would say, um, before, "What can I do to get my reality yeah. or the and, reality yeah, that ex- I want?" Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. to the point of doing uh, like Correct. unnatural or illegal Correct. or immoral things. Yeah. How can I get? You know, how can, how can I, I get, shape reality how can to my I, expectations? Exactly. And exactly. I think there's just so many problems today where people say the world is not as I would want it to be. Therefore, everyone needs to change their vocabulary. Or mm-hmm. the world is not how I want it to be. Therefore, everyone we need to dist- take you know tear down mm-hmm. an entire institution or way of living so that mm-hmm. I am normalized. You know what I mean? Yeah. My view is normalized. Um, so I I think that. I think that it's in, I think that it's important to to have as accurate as possible an expectation of what you're in for. But I think that that yeah. I think that priest that 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 wedding you were saying was really trying to do that. He was trying to say like <laughs> I just almost went full like che- cheesy mode. I think a lot of people scramble. We all do. I mean, we all do. Myself, I'm not saying that. I, when I say people, I mean <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a people too. Um, that people scramble when, and this can be in small things, right? When things are, people, you know, kids get upset when they didn't get, you know, as much ice cream as they thought they would. Or the Christmas present you know, that they asked for. Yeah, or if a job, you know, isn't what you thought it would be, or if a if a relationship isn't what it is, then we can a lot of times feel like we are somehow wronged, or reality, mm. does, because we have the expectation, reality now needs to be forced to mm. fit our expectation or pay mm. for not meeting my expectation, meaning be mm. punished. Right. Yeah. And so there's a sense that like, and I think that, I think that it is mm. easy. I think that it, and I do this all the time. Like when you're disappointed, you know what I mean? It's usually because it, how many times, I don't know how many times when we're disappointed, is it due to the situation or is it due to the fact that we had an expectation that really was never spoken or written in? Yeah. Now, there's legit disappointment. There's right. totally justified disappointment right. when people don't do or things aren't as they should be. There's real justice. But, yeah. Yeah. but when it comes to um, things that you maybe you can't even like prep for, kind of like you with you know with your marriage, like you yeah. can't like that's that was a totally justified expectation or a sort of right. rational expectation. Right. It wasn't like any anything has gone wrong. Yeah. Insofar as but but. We can, and people do, you know, when somebody dies or when, uh, like, a, like a family member dies or, and it's not due to any type of, it's all nat, it's a natural cause or something like that. Mm-hmm. We can still apply this sort of expectation, you know, this disappointment that comes with our expectations and say, 
it's God's fault or it's the government's fault or it's my family's fault. And, mm-hmm. and we all do that, mm-hmm. you know, myself included. But I think that setting your expectations, you know, the guess the question would be before we wrap up, it's like, how do you think that you sort of said, how do we guard against unnecessary or maybe inflated disappointment? Yeah. What would you say? Yeah, no, that's a that's that's a because you you mentioned question. no, but, but yeah, but you but you I think that you something that I thought of when you were talking about you were saying that the the Christians looking at the cross and you're yeah. like and and I think that's what it it has to do with like the when times are good you look at the cross when times are bad you look, you at, the look at the cross and it's kind of the waves are up and down but yeah. then you have this sort of consistent like, reference point the cross is reality right and like God is reality so. It's 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 almost like right truth is uh, the intellect matching up with reality. Whenever uh, our expectations are, I think what we can work on is working on our expectations and conforming those, you know, into what God has planned, you know, and God's providence and like what 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 He has for you because you you can't you can control you you can't control. The government, you can't control the outside. You can't control, yeah. like, I can't control my students in the classroom, yeah. right? But I can have an expectation in my classroom, and yeah. and like, I can, uh, yeah, I can change myself. And and when the expectation is not matched, you can still reference like, oh, yep, all this the, is all the, the apostles were totally disappointed. They had an expectation, and it was totally, yeah. But there's, yeah, something that one one other thing that I thought of when you're just mentioning that is. Uh, Someone brought me this book of Padre Pio. Uh, a colleague brought a book of Padre Pio, and they said, can you explain this paragraph? I don't know what it means. And I'm like, I'm not an expert on this. I don't. Mm-hmm. But I, I said, I'll look at it, look it over. And it was, ref- it, was com- it was comparing Abraham, Abraham's life and his decision to sacrifice Isaac to Padre Pio mm-hmm. and his life. And at first, I didn't really know what they were saying, but after reading it a couple times and talking it through... The author is Kierkegaard was talking about Abraham. It's a block quote from Kierkegaard. And then this person, the author was re- comparing this paragraph to mm-hmm. Padre Pio. The point that it was saying, though, is to look at Abraham's life from a secular or a worldly view, meaning without faith, is to verge on, like, um, is to read a story that verges on the edge of absurdity. And uh, and she, mm. the, the person who was asking me about the book was asking me, what does this have to do with Padre Pio? What does that mean? And I'm saying, if you look at Padre Pio's life, and you look at the things that he did, and the things he, how he was persecuted, and how he was sort of uh, forced with tons of crazy obedience, from an outside perspective, it almost looks unjust. Like, I mean, I mean, it, it, it there are injustices, but what I'm yeah. saying is, it, it almost looks unjust for him to obey. It almost looks yeah. wrong. And and I I said I think that when you look at he probably had certain expectations going into the the uh, monastery, and when those things were, you know, he did have, actually. Actually, this is this is a bad example because like he had like three <laughs> visions of what his life would be like before he entered, yeah, and it was like actual like battle with the devil. So, so <laughs> basically, but so so I guess I guess the thing that I was uh, to tie it back to what you're saying about the reference point or the cross or the cross being reality is that mm-hmm. like. There are moments in life, and it's usually when our expectations aren't met, that two things are sort of happening. There's like providence, right? Mm-hmm. There's like 
justice and mercy happening at the cross, or, or mm-hmm. there's mercy and you know punishment even, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's obedience, and then there's like tyranny. Almost. Like there's mm-hmm. this weird there's this weird thing that happens sometimes with with God's will that makes life. I think yeah. only a Christian. I'm saying only a Christian could conceive of it making any sense or being good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and like, if, if, if not change a channel, like if, right. if, if, if it's, if it's not, if God is, if, if God's not real and this is happening, then turn, just change a channel, change channel, do whatever, and your TV, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no. And, and I think that the cross ensures against that or it, 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 it gives us a it gives us a like a third option between like staying in not a third option between staying and going, but like seeing unmet expectations or disappointments with yeah. some level of Yeah. Like providence. Yeah, and then the the last thing that that made me think of was like the worldly things in our life like we can have expectations of again whatever it is coffee uh alcohol whatever it is right like um there's expectations and and reality and like i think most of the time we will be like disappointed with our expectations right uh or from from our expectations but when we think of heaven or like the heavenly expectation like the reality is far greater than anything we could ever think about. You can't you can't set your expectations accurately. Not like every single expectation is is low, <laughs> right? Like so, every single expectation. So is every low. disappointment we have in life. <laughs> hold on. So every expert, every disappointment we have in life, not necessarily because we set our expectations too high, right. but like. Every unnecessary disappointment is because we set our expectation too high for what's coming. And yeah. what you're saying is, is that it's, it's a, it is a absolute impossibility to set your expectations too high. Correct. Yeah. Even if it was like something like, I, I don't know, something ri- not ridiculous, but like if someone had a view of like, I've I've had a, I've I've heard students or youth yeah. say something like, "Well, if there's not Dr Pepper in heaven, like why would I want to go?" Yeah. It's like, dude, you have no idea that yeah. like the goodness. Dr and, Pepper like, has like yeah. so few flavors <laughs> in it. It's just twenty three flavors. Only twenty three flavors. <laughs> there's so many more. Somebody told me that it used to be served hot. That's gross. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, but that's. I think that that's. I think that's a good place to wrap up. Yeah, I think the. I think that that's a good place to sort of end it. That we should always temper our expectations or our disappointments with, um, with just knowing that uh, that that's suffering and that Christ is with us in that on the yeah. cross, and then also. That no matter how bad it gets down here, there's no way that we can expect too much from yeah. what's coming. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, very heavenly ending. Yep. Very it's heavenly ending. Beautiful. Cool. Beautiful. All right, well, thank you guys for joining us on Bad Analogies. We look forward to, uh, to seeing you on the next one. God bless.